This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 18th of February. In your Squeeze today, victim blaming and an independent review into the treatment of staffers. Victoria emerges from lockdown. International concern for Princess Latifah. And an Oprah tell-all. This is your Squeeze today. Prime Minister Scott Morrison Clare has promised an independent review of the way Parliament supports its members' staff. This comes after former staffer Brittany Higgins's public criticism of the way her claim of rape by a colleague in a parliamentary office was handled some two years ago. And what Scott Morrison has done late yesterday is make an appeal to Labor and to the minor parties and independents to support that review. He says that there'll be a focus on the effectiveness, the independence and also awareness of current supports that are available for staff. He said he wants staff members to be involved in that. Despite this, Brittany Higgins isn't happy with how the government has responded, Claire. She's accused the Prime Minister of victim blaming. Yeah, and yesterday in a statement she also said that she's really upset that it's taken her to quit her job and to go public to learn details about the night in question. She said she didn't know that security guards had let her into Minister Reynolds' suite. She said also that she'd been asking for that footage for some time and that she hadn't been given access to it because, of course, the security system in Parliament House tracked her and her alleged attackers' movements through the Parliament on the night in question. Uh, She was also distressed that apparently a security guard found her uh, multiple times in a state of undress and there was a discussion at the time about how to handle it internally by the people who run Parliament House. Also still continuing questions about what Defence Minister Linda Reynolds and other members of Parliament knew about this at the time. Yes, and yesterday the two ministers who Brittany Higgins worked for when she worked as a staffer, that's Minister Linda Reynolds and Michaelia Cash, were asked questions in the Senate about what they knew and when. Uh, Reynolds wouldn't say a whole lot. She said it was subject to a police complaint and that was inappropriate. But Michaelia Cash gave quite an emotional account about what she had wanted to do do for Higgins and her upset about the claims. She said she only found out about the details of what happened a week or so ago. As for the accused, reports this morning say that he is in a Sydney hospital receiving psychiatric care after checking himself in last week. He resigned days after the alleged attack when questions were put to him about entering Linda Reynolds's parliamentary office late at night. He's never been charged as Brittany Higgins hasn't pursued a police complaint. Victorians Claire came out of lockdown last night after no new COVID cases were recorded yesterday. Good news for everyone in Victoria. Still restrictions in place though, but it does mean that schools and offices, businesses are allowed to reopen. Mask wearing is still mandatory. There's still restrictions on how many people can gather, whether that's at home or whether it's outdoors. But yeah, very good news. And Daniel Andrews, of course, heralded the success of that circuit breaker. Critics are really scratching their heads about whether it was necessary. 
Crowds will also be allowed back at the tennis. And speaking of the tennis, quick wrap of that, Dylan Orcott has taken out his seventh consecutive Australian Open quad singles title. That happened last night. Bad news is Claire Ash Barty bowed out yesterday. Rafael Nadal is gone also. He had a shock loss last night. I must confess I got to the second set mark and took myself off to bed thinking he was in command. But uh, Nadal lost in a five-set thriller. Yeah, tennis can change just like that. Incredible. That's certainly what happened to Ash Barty. In Myanmar, Claire, deposed leader Aung San Suu Kyi has been given another charge in addition to possessing illegal walkie-talkies. This time she's breached COVID restrictions, that according to the new leaders of the country. Watchers, though, of this are very confused about what that charge actually is. And meanwhile, thousands of her supporters have gathered in protest to demand her release. The United Nations have also expressed concern about the rising temperature in Myanmar. They say they're very concerned that the military really could amp up its response, including taking on protesters. And another big international news story, Princess Latifah is the 35-year-old daughter of the ruler of Dubai. She's made claims, Claire, that she's being held hostage by her powerful family. She's done this via a series of videos filmed on a smuggled mobile phone. She claims she's being held in solitary confinement with no access to medical care or sunlight. Now the UN will raise her case with authorities in the UAE. There's quite a backstory to this one. She did attempt to flee Dubai back in February 2018, but she was captured by commandos on a boat in the Indian Ocean. That was something that her very powerful father described as a rescue mission. Little surprise, though, given he really does rule with an iron fist that she hasn't been seen much since then. Uh, So lots of concerns about her welfare, particularly with videos that she was sending to supporters drying up in the last few weeks. The Sheikh, so her father, is one of the wealthiest people in the world. He's not only the ruler of Dubai, he's also the vice president of the UAE. Crown Resorts Clare operates the only casino in Western Australia. As we've talked about quite a bit, they're in a bit of strife at the moment with an inquiry by the gaming regulator in New South Wales finding them unfit to operate a casino. And there's been a number of high profile resignations. All of this has seen the Western Australian government announce an inquiry of its own. Yeah, there's been pressure on Western Australia and also Victoria to take a look at Crown, given what has happened in New South Wales. It's come at an interesting time for the West because the head regulator stood aside last week over conflict of interest concerns. He had been fishing with senior Crown employees. So this new inquiry will need to find someone to take it on. As for Victoria, it's fast-forwarding a regular review of Crown's casino licence by a couple of years, but there's no special inquiry happening there at this point anyway. As promised, this is our Squiz Shortcut this week, Claire. It's one of those ones you hear about, you know a bit about, but you don't fully understand. I think our shortcut will clear things up. For those who have an Apple phone, chances are it's a lot of people listening because Aussies love Apple. There's an update coming, Claire, and it got me thinking. Imagine you're a software developer for Apple. Facial recognition to unlock a phone would have been such a huge achievement. 
and then bam, a global pandemic happens. Everyone's wearing a mask and your amazing new feature is seriously flawed. Seriously flawed. I remember I was really taken aback when the fingerprint thing happened. And Mm. then, of course, the last phone was that facial recognition. But, yeah, masks have really changed the whole game. Uh, What they, they do have in this new update is a workaround where iPhone users who have an Apple Watch will be able to use it as sort of like the two devices working together for authentication. So mask wearing and unlocking your phone will be possible from next week. If you have an Apple Watch, gee, they're good at that. They well, are this will work if you have this. More <laughs> exciting than all of that, though, is new emojis, a coughing one is very much of the time. <laughs> and the syringe, which I'm sure a few of us mm. will be wanting to um, uh, send our friends uh, news of vaccinations. Uh, yeah, they've changed the syringe around to do to better reflect what the COVID vaccine will look like. In the past, it was a syringe with blood. No yeah. blood with a vaccine. No so this is just a syringe. Oh, the world. Reports say Claire, the Duke of Sussex, so Prince Harry, is said to be upset about news the couple will have to give up all the positions they retained when they stepped back from their royal lives at the start of last year. An announcement about that is expected soon. Yeah, remember they were having a 12-month performance review uh, when they stepped back last year? Well, that's happened apparently, and the Times of London says that, yeah, the Queen has taken the position that given they've established this new life in Los Angeles, they should relinquish all positions. And Harry particularly upset about losing those military appointments that had been suspended. He, of course, has very close ties to the military. Perhaps it'll be something they cover in their tell-all interview with Oprah. That's been announced and it'll happen on the 7th of March US time. That'll be closely watched. Something to put in the diary. Speaking of the diary, Claire, squeeze the day. What do you got? Squeeze the day for me. Employment figures are out today for January. And on that very dry note, we might wrap it up. (laughs) That's all for your Thursday. Thanks so much, as always, for tuning into the Squeeze Today podcast. We'll be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Superb. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.